It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover on the fastest 60 minutes of radio. As we try to help you slow things down, divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And uh, we're going to do that in rapid-fire fashion today uh, with uh, a lot to cover, both here in the state of Utah and uh, in Washington, D.C., and all points in between. And, of course, we always want you to help us elevate that conversation. You can do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Again, 57500, Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. Chime in today. Help us elevate the conversation. Of course, a lot of debate going on uh, in our nation's capital, uh, capital about where we are and where we're headed as a nation. Uh, we are expecting uh, shortly that uh, President Biden will roll out uh, along with congressional Democrats, uh, their immigration bill today. Uh, it is big. It is sweeping. Uh, and it will be interesting to see how that lands and uh, what actually happens. Uh, we know historically that these big uh, thousands upon thousands of page bills uh, do not do well. Uh, it will be interesting to see if uh, President Biden feels like he has both the political capital uh, to expend and that he has uh, enough votes in the United States Senate to get it across the line. Uh, that has always been the challenge. Uh, my guess is they'll be able to move things through uh, the House just on uh, party line votes. Uh, so this uh, is not likely to be a bipartisan solution. Uh, some of the things that the president is touting in uh, that uh, immigration bill that they will unveil today uh, is that uh, the the major uh, immigration overhaul uh, would offer a, an eight-year pathway to citizenship uh, to the estimated 11 million or so uh, people living in the U.S. without legal status. Uh, that number may be slightly higher than that. Some people say it's as high as 14 or 15 million. Um, it also addresses uh, the dreamers, uh, farm workers, other immigrants uh, who are considered uh, to be among the most valuable uh, from places uh, like war zones and so on. Uh, and so there's a, a number of things that are going to be considered here. The, the tricky part of all of this uh, is is navigating all of the, the massive uh, pieces of it uh, because there's lots of unintended consequences there. And this is one of those um, issues that was very uh, perplexing to me when I was back in Washington, D.C. Uh, I was there when one of, one of these very bills, thousands upon thousands of pages that nobody had read, uh, was trying to, to be passed. I, I can't remember if it was a gang of eight or a gang of 12 or whatever it was. Uh, and of course, everyone who joined the gang had to sign on that they would stay on no matter what amendments were offered or how it changed or evolved. Uh, it was one of those where uh, senators were given the option, you can be part of the gang, but if you 
uh, start at the beginning, you are committing to stay through to the end, and uh, which was just a fascinating thing to watch that play out. And then, of course, as it went along, of course, things started to unravel, and, and ultimately it didn't pass. Uh, but here's the here's the thing. The, the thing that struck me the most was the fact that there were so many points of agreement between the two political parties. Like everybody agreed, yeah, we have to have a border. Yeah, we, we need a, an entry exit system. We need to be able to tell who comes into this country and who leaves the country. Democrats and Republicans alike all agreed on all of those things. They all agreed on what needed to be done to streamline the system, to make it easier, to go through the process the right way, the legal way. And on and on and on it went. It's And by the end, uh, I was just shaking my head saying, oh, my goodness, I, I think we're to 90 plus percent. We agree on at least 90 percent of all of this. And yet for political reasons, people, some people, some people in Washington would rather have a political position and a political point to score or to use in an election or a reelection or a fundraising activity than they are to solve the problem. And that was the problem. And even if you boiled it all down, uh, this is what I always come back to. Even if you took all of those things and, and did all of those things, and I think they should be done one at a time, standalone bill, force every member of the House and every member of the Senate to be on record on very specific pieces of the immigration puzzle. This is not rocket science. This can be done. It should be done. And it should be done in front of the American people, not another big thousand-plus-page bill that nobody's read. Take it or leave it, all or nothing, and let's just scream political talking points at each other. That is not leading. That is not governing. And I'm fearful that that's where we're headed, is we're just going to have another exercise in politics, not in leadership and not in policymaking. And even if you take it all the way to the end, let's say we go all the way to the end to this, whatever the number is, 11 million, 14 million people who are currently living in the U.S. without legal status. Everyone can say, well, that's the that's the deal breaker in the end. That prevents us from actually getting any kind of reform. Well, look at it this way. I, I actually trust the American people. So take that number, whatever the number is, and say, okay, out of all of those people who are in this country illegal, uh, legally, excuse me, that are in the country illegally, uh, let's say half of them are thugs and bad guys. We know what to do with thugs and bad guys. We actually do. We know, we know what to do with thugs and bad guys in this country. We don't always do it, but we know what to do with thugs and bad guys. And so then that would leave you uh, uh, another group uh, that are very sympathetic cases. And guess what? The American people know what to do in those cases. And so let's do that. But we make it into these all-or-nothing massive packages that have no hope of being passed and implemented into law because of the politics. And what we should be calling for as citizens is, okay, let's address, we know we need, everyone agrees. I don't know a single person in Washington, D.C., in our nation's capital, in either the House or the Senate, who doesn't believe we need to have immigration reform in this country. Everybody believes that. 
So why don't we get it done? It's because what we're afraid, what we're afraid of. People are afraid of losing power. People are afraid of losing a talking point. People are afraid of not having that for that instant couple of million in the bank for fundraising. And so as citizens, we should be calling on lawmakers to do this one thing at a time. Just do one thing at a time. And the reality is if you do it one thing at a time, it's going to get passed. Those who really aren't interested in solving the problem will be exposed. That's actually a good thing. And then we can implement it. And as you implement it, everything starts to change. And then we get to a point where we're like, okay, now we're, now we're down to the end. And the end is who's left in the country illegally and what should be done. And I have great confidence in the American people that the American people know what to do for those situations. So we'll continue to watch this uh, here on KSL News Radio throughout the day today as President Biden unveils uh, his immigration bill. It will be big. It will be sweeping. And I hope it leads to at least some discussions and at least some debate uh, on real solutions. Everybody agrees we need to solve this. Most people agree on probably 94% of what needs to be solved. So let's go there today. Let's take that trip. All right, stay with us. When we come back, we'll be joined uh, by Bloomberg, Bloomberg TV, Bloomberg Radio's Kevin Cirilli. Don't want to miss it. Stay here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.